Welcome back to Rhymes with Decora, a podcast project from Inspired Media. I'm your host, Benji Nichols, bringing you stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being here today. We have a special show. So excited to cover this topic today. Uh, two special guests here at uh, Inspired HQ, and uh, so happy to have them both with us from the Oneona Film Festival. Uh, Nancy Soika, welcome. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm fine. Thanks. Absolutely. And Elise Skellinger, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Awesome. It is so fun to have you both here. Oneota Film Festival, an annual event now in Decora for, gosh, what are we going on? Since... 2010. 2010. That is so cool. So many years. I always tell people when they ask about Decora and living here and things, you know, like, well, what's it been like? And I say, you know, the last decade has just been an incredible time to be here. And I think about events like Oneota Film Festival that started up out of just thin air almost <laughs> and have become such great events for our community. Um, Nancy, uh, board president for OFF, and Elise, uh, the creative director for the festival, welcome. And uh, I'm excited to have this conversation. Um, I've known both of you pretty well from around town here. Nancy, of course, I've known you most of my life. Uh, grew, right. up, grew up with your son, Charlie, and, and Mike, actually. Uh, and so so lots of history there. Um, Elise, I've known you the last couple years uh, and it's really fun. I, let's run down just a quick background for both of you because it's fun for listeners, I think. Um, Elise, tell us about where you're at right now and what you're doing in Decora. Yeah, so I've lived in Decora for 15 years now, came here to attend Luther. Um, I'm a full-time realtor with Harmon Realty and then I do the creative director of the Oneota Film Festival uh, part-time. Yeah, absolutely. Great stuff. And Luther being the hook originally that got you to Decora. Yep. Where was home before that? I'm from Lake Mills, Iowa. Lake Mills. Yeah, cool. Fun Little stuff. Norwegian town to a medium Norwegian town. Right? Yeah. <laughs> lots, of, lots of good parallels there. I love it. Uh, and Nancy, of course, um, an educator for many, many years in the region. Right. Uh, right. When did uh, your husband, Ted, I should I should speak like people don't know who you are. Uh, but your husband, Ted, I knew, of course, growing up and had as a teacher. When did you guys come to Decora? Uh, we came to Decora in 1972, just graduated from college and got married and came here looking for teaching jobs. Wow. And stayed for and found 50 them. to life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You, of course, were an educator at Northwind for many years. Right. I was the art teacher and the technology person at Northwind Ashik for 31 years. Wow. Yeah. What a history. And of course, your, your husband, Ted, was at uh, the middle school art teacher. You guys both right. had such an amazing influence on lots of young people. I think I remember lots of early field trips that were very influential for me, whether it was Minneapolis Art Museum or, uh, gosh, uh, Taliesin, I think was one of yes. those, or Franklin, right? That was a yes. pretty cool experience as a young person. So you guys are uh, obviously very involved in the creative force of uh, lots of things that have happened, um, and Oneona Film Festival being one of those. Um, there is a little bit of story here I do want to tell on the front side of Oneona Film Festival because I think it's worth it for folks who don't know it. Uh, and Nancy, I think I think we have found a way we can do this in a somewhat concise manner. Right. But there are lots of amazing people that came to this area, kind of about the time that you're talking about that Ted and you came to Decora in that right. mid-late 70s. Um, Carl Homestead certainly fits in that bill. Uh, you know, lots of folks that had a tie to Luther or the area in somewhat. Right. Um, but there was another one who, right. who fits in the pool, right? Right. <laughs> so, so actually, there are two guys who were the impetus for the film festival. They yes. were Carol Henderson and Walter Ordway. And I describe Walter as um, a guy that you couldn't put in a box. He was right. a tornado. <laughs> yes. he, 
He uh, graduated from Luther in seventy or in sixty nine. Went into the Peace Corps in South America. When he left the Peace Corps, felt like he just couldn't come home. He traveled downriver. He met people who were cannibals. Wow. He started taking photos, and he um, he he really never went home. Although he did later on set up a travel business for bicycle travelers in Western Iowa in the Lois Hills, yeah. and um, was the expert bicycle traveler. Um, after, way, way before that was really a thing. <laughs> right, right. He was bicycling around the world in the 80s yeah. and uh, came back and set up uh, bicycle tourism in Western Iowa and then was called by Trempolo County, Wisconsin wow. to come and set up maps. They printed a book. And, yeah, yeah, right. Um, and an Iowa native at that. Right, uh, the right. Luther, Grew up in Luther Soldier, connection again. Yeah, there. Soldier, yeah. Iowa, and then came to Luther and... Um, always had just a uh, soft spot in his heart for Luther. And on his travels, he met Arlene Burns, who was the director of Mountain Film in Telluride, Colorado. She invited him to come and work, volunteer at Mountain Film. So he and Carol went to Mountain Film and came back here and said, Decorah needs a film festival. Luther needs a film festival. We need filmmakers to come here and talk to people about making films. And I Luther said, okay. Yeah. And I also love that uh, we got Carol in this conversation, Carol Henderson, because uh, he has yet to come up on this podcast. I don't know how. Uh, and uh, that is a subject we'll have to circle back to again more, right. I think, in, in further shows. But it was, it was both Carol and Walter who really had this concept that they saw that they thought could fly here, right? Right. That that when you see a film and then you had the chance to talk with the person who made the film, it changes your whole perspective on film as an art or an art form. Yeah. I really, I, I really love that. I remember some of the early meetings for Oneona Film Festival. Now, Walter, if people didn't know, I mean, we, we, to put this guy even in a room at a table with, you know, six or eight other people was an experience. Right. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and, and so lots of folks involved uh, trying to wrangle those conversations and get something off the ground that resembled organization that the, the public could enjoy, right? Right, um, right. And so many folks that were involved on those on those early parts, but what has come of it is a really spectacular event. Yeah, he was really a spark. You know, he wasn't there to to set the film festival up or organize anything or get people organized. Yeah. He was there to just set the fire right. and get it going. Love it. And he did that. And we should mention, uh, Walter did pass away a few years ago, unfortunately, but was uh, some, someone that left a lot in the world for many people. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Some really great stuff. So we've gotten to hear, uh, what, 13 years later uh, for Oneota Film Festival. Elise, you're at the creative direction at this point. Second year in that position. Is that correct? That's correct. That's awesome. And so, you know, one of the things I always think about with the festival, and I should mention off the bat, oneotafilmfestival.org is where all the information is. And for this year, 2023, March 2nd through the 5th. So we're going to unpack that a little more. But one of the things I was going to say, when you take on a project like this, uh, what's so cool to me is not only are you wrangling some of the local um, or more regional um, you know, artists or folks that might make their way in, but these are films that are coming from all over the country, all over the world. And uh, as your job is to figure out which one of those, <laughs> along with your board of directors and uh, selectors, are going to make it here to Decorah, Iowa, right? Right. 
we have a very good judging panel, so I'm not I'm not the one who specifically gets to pick all of the films. Sure. Uh, we have a, a really good panel of judges that helps with that process. But once the films are selected, then I start working with filmmakers to see how many we can get physically to Decorah, because as Nancy mentioned, that's a huge part of of a film festival is being able to actually talk to the directors and ask your questions once you've just seen this film that, yeah, just gets you interested and you want to know more and you can actually talk to the people that, that yeah. were a part of that project. You know, it's like a book for some people or something else where it's just like, it's that window into something else. But if you have the actual person behind who, you know, created that window, it, it's a really interesting experience. You know, it just brings a depth that I think is otherwise easy to lose if you're uh, at home on the couch uh, <laughs> watching uh, whatever it would be, right? Um, so that is a really cool part of the festival. We're going to unpack a little bit later on the second half of the show some of the specifics for 2023. Um, but I also just want to bring up the fact that, you know, the Oneonta Film Festival has been in existence now for well over a decade, um, but it is by far because of the um, uh, support, the membership, the sponsorships that have been a part of keeping such an event alive, right? Uh, and is that something that we can look at here in 2023? What's the most helpful way that people could support the festival if they wanted to? So there's a number of different ways that people can support the festival. Um, coming to the festival is huge. Um, as you mentioned, the 2nd through the 5th of March, it's always going to be the first full weekend. And we do not charge for any of the events for our festival. So it's completely free, regardless of your your financial situation. We want to make sure that you have access to all of these films. And if you do feel inclined to support the festival, we have multiple different support tiers, depending on your financial situation. And we do that um, online. You can yeah. support or when you come to the festival and register. We, we don't require anybody to, but if you feel so inclined, it's a great way to make sure that this film festival continues and that we are able to bring these important films to our audiences. Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing to know. I mean, it's it's fun. Nancy, you mentioned uh, part of the inspiration is when uh, Carol and Walter got to go out to Telluride, of course. But some of those film, you know, some of the larger film festivals are, are very exclusive events. Um, they're pretty high end. Uh, the ticketing is pretty high, can be pretty high end, hard to access. And something that is just spectacular about the Oneonta Film Festival is that it is free for anyone. If you want to walk in and check it out, you can do that, correct? That's right. Yeah. No and one is charged to, to come to any film. Um, there are, <clears throat> we, we have a system for asking filmmakers to submit films to us on a website called Film Freeway, and lots of filmmakers use it to spread their films around. Um, but we also invite films, and we take the suggestions of our audience who say, oh, I saw this great film, or I met this filmmaker or I heard about a film. And so we have, we have curated a set of films that we think will appeal to our audience. Yeah. When I'll say, I mean, uh, the lineup I know is always so deep. I know in years when I have been here and been free to be able to come to the festival, the hardest part is just choosing where you're going to go and when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. always such great options. Yeah. So Elise has done a great job of scheduling films and most of the films are now being shown twice so that if one film is up against another film that you want to see, it's pretty likely that somewhere in the schedule you'll be able to see both of your 
your choices. I love that. I, I think that's such a fun thing. The other important thing to mention about the uh, the festival, Oneida Film Festival, is the location. So in years past, Luther has had uh, quite a bit of involvement, and in years past, even it's been hosted there. But in the last couple of years, um, a lot of different creative, fun, unique spaces have been utilized for the festival. This year, again, focusing really on downtown Decorah. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We added a sixth location. So we're going to be at Hotel Winnishik, Tea Box Upstairs, Convergence Cider Works, the um, Yoga Studio, Driftless Yoga Center, it, which is in the third story of Impact Art House. And the VFW is our, our new one for this year. Yeah, awesome. Throwing the VFW in there as well. That's a great space. I know we've had some fun events in there over the years. Fun, fun stuff. But utilizing those spaces in downtown Decorah, getting people downtown, it kind of creates a fun buzz. Um, boy, you know, first weekend of March can do you just about anything, right? Maybe we'll hope for some 40s and uh, mild days. Yeah, but, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've been snowed on. Um, <laughs> right. Hopefully not a blizzard. I yeah. mean, we used to have the film festival in January during J term at Luther, and there were a couple of times that we just got annihilated by weather. I do recall. Yes. Just terrible. You know, either 12 inches of snow or 40 below. So right. we're not going for those this year. We're, we're hoping for the best here yeah. in early, early March, March 2nd through the 5th for 2023 here. Uh, so downtown Decora being utilized for a lot of those locations. And we should also mention the film festival has expanded its scope a little bit. So there are a couple of little regional uh, showings that have happened as well. Do you guys want to talk about those venues at all? Or I, I, I'll bring up those venues, but tell us where those are because I love a couple of them. Yeah, so... We've already been over to Cresco at their opera house, and that is a beautiful theater. If you ever get the chance to go over there, I highly recommend it. They show regular movies there as well, but we got to to show a film there um, in January. And then in a week and a half on February 19th, we'll be over in Wakan at the Town Theater, which is really fun because they have food there. I'm a, I'm a big fan of food, so... That's a really good theater, and it's it's nice to broaden our audience to some of the smaller communities around and not just be centralized in Decorah. It's fun to meet different people, and we have a lot of fun traveling to, to those locations. Yeah, absolutely, and I will personally give a shout-out to both of those locations as well. Boy, the Cresco Opera House itself is just a work of art. Um, that is one of those buildings that in a lot of small-town rural America has have just disappeared over the years, and Cresco saw the opportunity to hang on to that one, and not only that, but maintain it. Um, the paintwork alone in that space is just stunning. It's worth it's worth the price of admission for a fun movie just to go see it. Uh, and the walk in walk on too. It's so fun to be able to go have a pizza, go have some food, hang out uh, in just a really fun casual theater. Um, you know those experiences I think are are a little bit harder to find these days. And so it's fun that we have those here within 15, 20 miles of us on either direction. And if if anybody has an idea of another place we should show a film in some other town, please let us know. Because we're willing to travel. Yeah, I love that. So much fun. Uh, OneotaFilmFestival.org is where we can find all of the information. Uh, the festival's coming up March 2nd through the 5th, 2023. Happens early March each year, though, so check it all out. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little more about the festival and a few special things that are going on. My guest today on Rhymes with Decora, Nancy Soika, board president uh, for Oneota Film Festival, and Elise Skellinger, the creative director. Uh, we'll be right back. Rhymes with Decora.
Hi, this is Erin Henning Nichols, founder and editor in chief of Inspired Magazine. Rhymes with Decor is brought to you by Inspired Media, bringing you positive news since 2007. Find us on stands across the Driftless, or check out our new website, or become a member at iloveinspired.com. Creating stories about communities you love by people you trust. Thanks for being inspired. And the voice of Aaron Henny Nichols, my partner in life and business, <laughs> iloveinspired.com, where you can find out about what we do. Quarterly publication of Inspired Magazine, lots of great stories online, as well as the podcast. Uh, find it all there, iloveinspired.com. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, our guests today, though, Nancy Soika and Elise Skellinger from the Oneota Film Festival, oneotafilmfestival.org. Find out what is happening first week of March. So many great things, uh, films that are going to be shown, events that we're going to talk about here in just a moment. Thanks again, both of you, for taking time out of your busy schedules. I know you both have uh, all sorts of good things to do. Uh, Elise, I know professional work. And Nancy, I also have to say that... uh, I am a little bit jealous in your skiing and biking time these days. It, As a young dad, I don't get enough time. <laughs> and now I've taken it on as my full-time job to make sure that I get out there every single day. There are, we're, we're counting on you. Yeah, every once in a while I take a day off. <laughs> Not very often. I love it. I love it. Oneota Film Festival is coming right up. You guys, there are a few events that happen each year. Uh, and that you're continuing to develop that I think bring a lot of depth to the festival. Uh, opening night is one of them. Uh, tell us about what happens on opening night, either one of you. So opening night is at the Steyer Opera House in the Hotel Winnishik. And we are showing a film called John, the Last Cowboy. It starts at 7 p.m. And it's a film about a the son of a Norwegian immigrant. He's in his 80s. And he lives... 91 in, in the film. Wow. 91, 90s. He's yeah. in his 90s. <laughs> and he lives over in Montana and ranches by himself. And so there's a lot of fun ties to Decora and to Iowa because he is a farmer and we all... We all know an old stubborn farmer, and then he has the, the Norwegian ties as well. It's, a, it's just a really beautiful film that I think is going to appeal to a lot of people. Awesome. So that'll be shown Friday night. Thursday uh, night. Or Thursday night, I'm sorry. Thursday night, yep, as part of the opening night. Uh, a really So cool Elise and I had, had a great chance to um, be in on a Zoom conversation with the filmmaker, and we recorded that, and we'll show that following the film so there will be a question and answer with the norwegian filmmaker oh spectacular yeah that's great so it was an actual norwegian filmmaker that did the film but the gentleman that it's about is in montana yeah norwegian roots love yeah. it yeah good stuff yeah sponsored by vesterheim very so cool they got in on the conversation as well yeah you know i was just talking with aaron this morning we were talking about um uh, pieces we have recorded of like our grandparents and hearing those voices, and I'm I'm imagining the voice of this farmer in Montana. But it's one of those things that's really fun. There, uh, we were laughing about. There was sort of a, a brogue that existed here, even 15, 20 years ago, that sort of disappeared of that old farmer type, either the German, Norwegian, etc. And that just a way they spoke, a way they communicated. That is just um, you don't hear it very often anymore. Yeah. So in fact, just... the filmmaker said he had a difficult time understanding this guy's English because it's so odd. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very specific. Very specific for that region and his personality. Rural America. Yeah. It's it's a film worth seeing 
I love it. That sounds like a great experience on opening night. Um, and then also uh, filmmakers, in terms of what you were mentioning, um, for that evening, there's a, a conversation you've already had that you'll show and kind of give some depth there. But one of the cool parts is there are several filmmakers that will be on site for the festival as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, as we mentioned, we will show most films twice. And so when... Um, during one of the blocks, it's it works. We're able to have a Q&A after the film with either one director or multiple directors of the blocks of that film, films in that block. And because of technology, we're able to increase how many filmmakers we can have. A lot of them will be here in person. We we like to encourage our filmmakers to come to Decora, but it's not always feasible. So Zoom is is definitely something that's made us able to talk to more more people. That is spectacular. I love that idea. And then also then, is it Saturday evening? There'll be sort of a, a general reception um, or the filmmaker's reception as well. Is that right? Upstairs at T-Box, um, there will be food, uh, cash bar, and plenty of opportunity to meet filmmakers and talk with other film lovers and have conversations. What a great experience to be able to unpack some of the films you might have seen as well, right? Or other things that are going on. I know you mentioned right. in uh, in years past that event has has generally um, kind of been built around watching a film, right? And this year's a little bit different. Right. Yeah. You know, we we realized last year we had to just drag people away from talking to each other to watch a <laughs> film and said, wait a minute, maybe we shouldn't be watching a film now. Maybe we should just be talking about film. So. And I think as a lot of, yeah, a lot of us know, you know, when you go to any of, even if it's within your profession or an interest or something, when you go to a gathering of those people, often some of the most valuable parts, I mean, the, the cultural part of it you're taking away, but sometimes the most valuable parts you take away are the connections that you make as well, or just those, those friendly relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really and we, we have heard over and over that filmmakers love coming here. Uh, we had a filmmaker last year who came and uh, spent quite a lot of time at T-Box and one of the bartenders said, is that guy coming back this year? And I said, oh, I don't think so because we already showed his film, but he had a great time here and, and he will be back. That's awesome. That would make a pretty good film itself, probably right there. You right. could uh, just post up for uh, mini interviews at the uh, at the bar top at T Box. Right. No, I love it. Um, those sound really great. One other really fun part that I know um, Off has focused on in the past, and I believe again this year, are also student films. Um, so young people who have actually, uh, you know, and gosh, talk about technology. Even my ten year old daughter and her friends enjoy more and more the idea of putting little movies together. Just the the technology is so available and it kind of teaching those concepts, which even a few years ago were pretty complicated, right? Um, but tell us about the, uh, the student films and are those mostly local student films or from around the region? How does that work? We are going to have a whole block of student films on Sunday at Art House and there's quite a few from Decora, but then we also have one from Postville and some from MFL Marmac. Awesome. So it's going to be kind of a, a fun blend and they're all shorts which I think is fun. You right. get to experience a lot of different films without having to sit through a whole feature film. That is really fun. I remember uh, I lived in Boston for a few years and we would go to some of the festivals and that was one of my favorite parts is that you would see, I mean, some of the shorts they would put up, but they, you know, it just kept you going. You, you, didn't have to, you didn't have to dive in too far, but as a collection, it really was a, kind of a fascinating piece of work and it's so, you know, its own right. So. Right. We have, a, we have a great blend of short films and longer feature length films. Um, Love that. But we often find that filmmakers have a hard time cutting their own films. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, it's like they liked all that they did. So 
So we <laughs> encourage filmmakers to make short films so that we can show lots of films and yeah. have lots of experiences. I, I, I love that. And of course, having that uh, that section of films too, with student films involved, that Art House is the perfect location for that. I've been at a couple other events uh, recently in the um, newly refreshed uh, gallery space at Art House. And gosh, it just works really nicely um, for, for lots of different things. Really, really nicely done in that space. So should be a great place for it. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. Uh, Convergence, of course, right across the street from Art House as well. Love that you're using that as a venue. Such a cool space, the old lumberyard building uh, and local ciders, lots of good stuff there. Um, is it, you know, in terms of the venues and the schedule, if people want to see that schedule, the best place to find it probably is at oneonafilmfestival.org. Is that right? That's right. We will have a printed film book, and those will be out before the festival in all the usual places where you can pick up. The program awesome and, yeah and or if you show up for the festival obviously you can grab they the will be and, available at every venue our headquarters will be at the hotel winnesheek and that's the place to go and ask questions and perfect. register and donate and be on Love hand that. yeah um, we are right now just today working on the volunteer schedule um we don't pay people to work at the <laughs> film festival in general um, yes so we need lots of volunteers, and we put together a really pretty extensive schedule so that you can volunteer to be a doorkeeper or host at one of the films or one of the, the um, showings that includes a film that you really want to see. It's a great way to make sure that you see the one that you really wanted to yeah, be there for. Absolutely, and be part of the action, which is always right. a fun. Yeah, fun so there will be a link involved. to that volunteer form on the website probably later today. Awesome. I love that. And again, if folks are looking for a way or you're saying, gosh, March 2nd to the 5th, I'm, I'm going to be here. I want to take in the whole thing. That's awesome. You can come to the festival. You can become a member. You can support, donate. All of those things are fantastic. Uh, or if you're saying to yourself, gosh, I'm going to be gone at that time. Guess what? You can still go to the website <laughs> and support this amazing event um, that is well over a decade old here in Decora and uh, continues to exist because of the generous support of um, outside sponsors and members. Right. And uh, so I guess I will encourage folks to go to oneotafilmfestival.org and check that out uh, and also support the festival as something really fun that happens uh, here in downtown Decorah and the region. Spectacular things. Are there any other specific pieces that you either of you are looking forward to this year or a certain uh, film that's caught your eye thus far that you want to give a shout out to at all? Anything off the top of your mind? Otherwise, I know it's hard to know off the top when you start looking through 20, 30, 40. How many films are there total this year, maybe? 45. 45. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, one that I'm kind of excited about is called The Disruptors, and it's about living with ADHD. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a new subject matter for our film festival, and we actually have a panel that's going to be after that film called Living with ADHD. Oh, fantastic. And I think that will be a really educational one and a film that I'm particularly excited about. Yeah, absolutely. And I should, I mean, that's a great side point to this whole conversation is that, you know, the films cover all sorts of different topics. So some of them, you know, from uh, outdoor sports to mental health to, uh, you know, you just about name it, it covers a a wide gamut. Um, And of course, then just general, you know, interesting fictional films as well, right? Or some of the the youth shorts that are made that can be uh, about just about anything. Just about anything. (laughs) 
I love it. Uh, Nancy Soika, board president of the Oneota Film Festival, and Elise Skellinger, thank you so much for taking a little time out of your day to be here and talk about the Film Fest. Uh, I think 2023 is going to be a great year, and it's so fun to watch things continue to build uh, in momentum for the festival. So Yeah, we'll look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping I can take, uh, take some of it in. I'll also mention that, fingers crossed, we'll have our new spring issue of Inspired out maybe just that weekend. We never know our printer schedule. It's always always comes in under the radar so uh we'll see what happens but fingers crossed should be a fun weekend in downtown decor either way oneonafilmfestival.org thank you both so much for being here uh for us. thank you yeah we appreciate it uh you're listening to rhymes with decora a podcast project of inspired media elise gellinger and nancy soika my guests today from the oneona film festival oneonafilmfestival.org check it all out support donate Show up at the event, take it all in, and make a weekend of it. Uh, Appreciate your time, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of Rhymes with Decora. If you've enjoyed the music in today's episode, it is the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski. He is a Decora. A Decoran. He's a drummer. You can find him online at Indicative of Drumming or at Indicative of Drumming.com. He's also on TikTok, might be on Patreon. You can throw him a buck or two. We love his work. We appreciate it here on the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Rhymes with Decora. Rhymes with Decora is a project of Inspired Media. Find us online at isleofinspired.com.